0: This is Sin 90.7. You guys are listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7. I am Jenna Green, your host. Today I've got a very special guest in the studio for our first episode. I am joined by Beth Evans-Brown. Beth, say hello. Hi, guys. Hello. So Beth is my friend and she's going to be joining me today to play you guys some fantastic female artists but to also have a little bit of a chat. Is that right with you, Beth?
1: absolutely wonderful <laughs>
0: <laughs> good good so the topic for our discussions today is just going to be what it's like growing up as a woman in 2019 like what kind of influences we've had what struggles we've had so stay tuned for that we've got so many great songs come up as well because it is about the music anything else that I'd prefer for no you summed it up perfectly brilliant so I think we'll just we'll just carry on we explained before that today's show is all about really providing a platform For women within the music industry that don't really get the spotlight that they deserve. Kind of getting you guys thinking that actually there are some amazing females out there that are producing some fantastic music, but they are just overshadowed and not given the space to thrive that they deserve. So we're going to be playing some of those artists, playing some that you may know, some that you may not know, and also having a little chat as well. So we're going to be talking about what it is like to grow up as a young woman in 2019. Beth, <laughs> welcome. This is Beth's radio debut, so I'm so proud of her.
1: Hello. <laughs> hello, hello.
0: We've had lots of chats about this. We've had lots of discussions beforehand about really what it means to be a young woman because I myself am 20 and uh, Beth is 21. And growing up today, you just have so many pressures with all sorts of media outlets like social media, for example really trying to shape you and define who you are and presenting these kind of ideals and idealistic principles of the way you should be how hard that is and how hard it is to find yourself and to really discover your own identity so we're just going to talk a bit about that today that's the overriding theme yeah the overview yeah yeah and hopefully it's going to be good fun and Beth will enjoy her first radio experience (laughs) So Beth what what do you feel about the whole whole situation and scenario
1: I think um, one of the hardest things is trying to overcome the um, internalized misogyny that you've that you've developed over the years like being brought up by people who were who are from a completely different time than you like 30 years previous like trying to get over the views that you've you held about your own femininity and your own value um, is like one of the hardest things to overcome to develop into yourself.
0: I think that's definitely a thing. Like, you have to understand that times are changing, and that obviously, for our parents who are going to be the ones who are trying to guide us and do a fantastic job, it's a totally different ball game when you have social media. It follows you everywhere. So in I guess kind of like in their day and age, if you see something that, you know, maybe you might see like a, a pinup girl or something and you, they might not look like you or you might not be represented by them. But you know what? You see that in a shop window, you walk past and it's not really a big deal. Whereas like social media is everywhere and advertising and everything is always coming at you from all different angles. It's just so hard to, to keep on top of and to control that you really can't switch off you can't get away from it kind of thing so I totally understand what you're saying in terms of that that it's just so different trying to tackle these things and I I pity <laughs> I pity parents trying to bring up children in this day and age and especially women with the like so many obstacles so many hurdles so many things trying to mold them and shape them oh yeah of course it, it just seems like so so difficult and I think that what we were saying about in terms of the effect that that has on your identity and how you are as a person is obviously whether whether you think it or not it's obviously going to impact you looking back on my kind of teenage years I can so see I was saying this to you before Beth how Literally things that I would think were the be-all and end-all that was so important when I was younger, like not going out of the house without makeup on or anything. So silly little things like that that I felt I needed in order to feel beautiful because that's the image of beauty that had been presented towards me and they were the things I was looking at. Now it's taken me to get that kind of mental maturity and to take a step back and think, actually, you know what? It's it's really not a big deal. So... The premise of the show is very much inspired by the album The Miseducation of Lauren Hill because it's a fantastic album. We will be playing a, a track from that later on because I really do feel as young women we are miseducated and that's really what we're going to try and unpick and unlearn some of the bad habits that I do feel are forced upon us and hopefully you can help me with that Beth and be I'd my backup but not <laughs> anything. We're, we're not obviously we're not superheroes we're not I don't know major <laughs> major role models I don't know no, we can't take on the world in the
1: ways of feminism yeah we yeah. can't
0: take on the world but the main idea is to sort of get you guys involved in the discussion and really try and bring you in on the debate and see what you guys think we have social media if you guys want to hit us up we have instagram so if you search the power of she by all means like send us a dm or whatever let us know your thoughts on these and definitely definitely get in touch because it will be so important to understand other people's point of views because that's the thing you can never represent everyone which i think is massive when we speak here i i will definitely be speaking mostly from my own personal experience beth you will be speaking from yours yeah we'll try and give as rounded of an overview as we can but obviously I'm not we can't speak forever yeah woman, I'm not no. I'm not saying that we represent all women <laughs> but we're gonna try we're gonna try to represent as many as we can and uh, later on in the season we will be having a women of color special because you know I think that that's a massive thing within the feminist movement is to make sure that we are really understanding and representing all women that will be coming up so if you'd be interested in that stay tuned for the rest of the season but that's an overview of what we will be chatting about. You're listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7. My name is Jenna Green and I'm joined by Beth. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Beth, and hello, everyone else listening at home. Today, we are having a chat about what it is like to grow up as a young woman in 2019. We spoke before about just things in general, about, you know, identity, about how we've found our identity the differences between growing up in this generation and perhaps what it might have been like and what it might have meant for our parents and people of former generations now we're going to have a little bit of a chat about social media in particular because I feel like that is one of the main factors though well, the main the main difference is really that we briefly mentioned before but just in terms of what it really really does to to young women I think it's one of those things that's quite the actual effects of it are a little bit subliminal you have to really be aware to it yeah. i think that lots of people aren't aware of quite what impact it has and what it does to people so it's beth what's your what's your views on social media
1: um i think there's so much good that can come out of social media but i don't think necessarily it's been until recently that there is um people promoting like Body Posse or uh, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um, like you're, you're stuck with with accounts that are giving out products that are saying you're too fat or you're you're not muscly enough or your bum's too small or, your your eyelashes are too short and you're like oh my goodness how many <laughs> things is that can yeah. there be that are wrong with me
0: exactly exactly I think that's so important what you said that social media obviously does have the potential to be such a fantastic platform and I think in many regards it is but there are some dangers of it. It can have a very positive effect, especially for people who aren't represented in the mainstream media. I think that, like you say, more recently now you've found these pages like popping up that are celebrations of difference and diversity and that do create communities that people can find that they really belong to, That are perhaps you know pushed out of the mainstream if you see what I mean like you say like more body positive um communities and stuff like that but I think that unfortunately there is always going to be a more negative side to that and we do have a lot of accounts cropping up that do make you feel horrible about yourself and I think that the general representation of women that appears across mainstream social media can if you're not aware of it be very damaging to young people growing up like I was saying earlier I think that I definitely fell victim to that when I was younger in terms of not realizing that you have the power to control this algorithm and this robot and what you see rather than have it manipulate you so I definitely saw so many people that are literally it looked perfect, that all the time, and I'd roll out of bed in the morning. I don't know, like rub my eyes and think, "Oh <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean." Yeah, though? Yeah, hundred percent, exactly. Yeah,
0: and it it just be, it can become very damaging if you're not aware. And I think that that's definitely a major thing that you kind of get used to growing up. Is you have to take a step back and you have to realise it actually. This is silly, like, what you're seeing online is not, like, a valid representation of someone's life. You are only seeing the best bit. You are only seeing what they want you to see. And I think that, as you say, more recently, we've got accounts cropping up that are sharing, you know, what instagram sees versus reality kind of thing yeah and it is actually really interesting to see that because i feel like those are that's something that i've never considered before i always yeah. felt these so... people actually
1: just look like this at yeah. all times <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i'd actually fallen victim to it beforehand i'd been like oh my god they're so pretty they've got amazing long hair I should straighten my hair all the time mm. that's a whole other story which we'll get onto. <laughs> but um but yeah like you know what I mean though how we've constantly have that image given to us that is an unrealistic um ideal of beauty yeah because when you start to see other people there are so many shapes and sizes and literally not even to be cliche that Everybody is beautiful like, in their own way. Oh, of course. And I was saying to you earlier, Beth, I was one of the quotes that I think really helped me to wake up when I was younger is um, they laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at them because they're all the same. Yeah. And I think that is something that you do really have to latch onto. And, and it takes a lot to really get to that stage where you can sort of reject all of this that you're being fed and reject all this stuff that's being pushed upon you. To be like, you know what, actually, yes, I don't look like these people, but that's actually what is good about me, you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, our beauty lies in the richness of our diversity.
0: Exactly, what sets you apart from other people? If you don't look like these people on social media, that's fine. That is so, so fine, and I think that you have to realise that there's a lot of issues surrounding validation and the pressure to look like these people on on Instagram and other social media... But actually, and the, like, the pressure to post things like this as well. Yeah, and the you're value. Like,
1: you put on the likes that you oh get on your picture God. and stuff like
0: that. You can't even pretend like we haven't all been there. Like, oh, sorry, Instagram deleted it. when it's like, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, like that's so okay. bait. It was obviously you. You, yeah. just, you just obviously didn't think you got enough likes. Like, we've all been there kind of thing. Like, obviously concerned about it. I don't know anyone who can comfortably put their hand up and be like, oh, I don't care about how many likes I get kind of yeah. thing. Everyone at some point in their life, it's affected them. Yeah. But I think it's very unhealthy. We shouldn't be encouraging people to attach validation to that or to think that, okay, well, I haven't got this many likes. That means I'm not as good of a person or this person who I go to school with, they've got so many more likes than me. They're more popular. The best thing you can do is actually love yourself. Don't seek it from other people it so it from yourself just be like you know what
1: yeah because even if no one else loves you as long as you love yourself exactly really exactly yeah.
0: we played the kaliichi song earlier and i was saying to you beth i love the lyric in that, that it's like if you need a hero just look in the mirror and i think that's the point like that we're trying to make with these like these female artists and the female music because i feel like a lot of the music that we listen to some of the lyrics are questionable like yeah. some of the- <laughs> music has such a power to really push forward such a great message yeah and songs like that really do because I think that can be really important to some people perhaps struggling to really find themselves or perhaps struggling with social media that if they receive that message and they're like actually no like I don't need to look for idols and heroes on Instagram yeah Literally, just need myself just look at myself you know <laughs> it has that power but some people don't use it quite so wisely. Yeah. So, well done, Kaliuchi. Hopefully, we'll be playing a lot more songs that will have good inspirational messages as well. But, yeah, that was our little thoughts and feelings on social media. Anything more to add, Beth? Nope. Perfect, Anything else? Yeah. Perfect? Nope? We're fine. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Back in
1: the day. Oh, how fitting.
0: I know. I know, exactly. If you just joined us, hello. If you have been listening for the whole show. Thank you very very much. We are having some discussions today as well as playing you all female artists. We've been talking about what it's like growing up as a young woman in 2019. We've been talking about social media and the impact that has on our sense of self and identity. And we've also been playing you some great female artists because I think it is so important to create and provide a platform for the celebration of female artists because there are so many great women out there doing great things that perhaps aren't recognised within the mainstream music industry as much as they should be. So that's the objective of the show. Let's let's crack on. Like I say, we've had some good chats. I think we're going to talk a little bit now about representation in magazines and about you know like really whether we're using realistic models and stuff like that so my standpoint on this is just that we really ought to get some more realistic models because representation is so so important yeah I don't know about like you but it certainly shapes the way I feel when I see things that do not like represent me like at all when I see a magazine and if it's just all full of really, really skinny, like blonde models. Not that there's anything wrong no, with no, that. No, of
1: course. No. Like I come from a position where I'm I'm like of privilege where I am white and blonde. So like I'm halfway there. But then when you see <laughs> <laughs> when you see Um, all these women that are like a size six and below and I just think, my goodness, I don't look a thing like that.
0: No, no, that's what I mean. Like, whilst there is nothing wrong with that kind of thing, I do definitely think that broadening the kind of image that we give off in terms of magazines and stuff like that is so, so important because it definitely affects a lot of people, kind of, as you were saying it's easier if you see people who are like blonde and white like you but I can't imagine what it must be like to be looking through these magazines of all these people who are you know that we're told that they are supermodels they are the like epitome of beauty they are like the ideal woman yeah Yeah. they're the ideal woman and then you're a beautiful dark-skinned black woman yeah or dark-skinned black young girl I can't even begin to like imagine like how difficult that must be like I myself um mixed race and I've definitely grown up with issues in terms of, you know, the, the fact that I have curly hair. Like I really struggled with that when I was younger, because all the people that I, I saw that were represented to me as being beautiful, they all had really long, like straight hair. And as we as we talked about, you know, when you when you grow older. When you kind of transition out of your teens, and you become more conscious like of the world, it really it takes you having that mental maturity that we spoke about mm. to actually look back and think, you know what? Like there was nothing wrong with like my curly hair is beautiful. Like I'm so upset with myself that I damaged it. How but dare I? I, I know. <laughs>
1: Done this to myself, yeah.
0: I know. I wish that I I wish that I could go back and speak to my younger self, and really kind of like make sure like you have no idea the things like you're letting these things get to you so much and I think that that's one thing that I want to say to you Beth is that I really feel like when people don't represent other people or like represent the various different forms of beauty that we have out there I think that they they totally disconnect from the effect that they're having Yeah. so it, you might think that okay your magazine's going to get more sales if you like carry on like, if you support the status quo and if you, like, support this idealistic standard. But actually, like, what are you doing to young people and to young women who don't look like that? Or not even young, like, people of any age. Like, the actual effect that you're having, it's so easy for them to disconnect from that and think, oh, fantastic, like, I'm going to get sales or brilliant, it's going to help me make more money. But actually, there's real people on the end of what you're doing Um, you have to
1: carry on your conscience for for putting out, what, a few extra hundred sales or whatever?
0: Yeah, and I think that this applies to magazines and representation, but it also applies to what we were saying earlier about these influencers who sell things, that that very word within itself is so important. I think a lot of people seek it. But with it comes such great responsibility. Yeah. People throw around the like the the word influencer, but that's what you are, and people use it in such like a a privileged state, like zealous celeb status. <laughs> you're you're almost like better than everyone else yeah. if you're an influencer. But you are given that name because you are having an influence on people. Yeah. You are having an impact. So. To it's not
1: just a job title.
0: Yeah, to, so, so to advertise expensive. a product that, one, you yourself don't use and, two, is going to be damaging for people to use. Yeah. Yes, that might get you a little bit more money, but you have to really understand the bigger picture and think that, actually, what you're promoting is a totally like unhealthy lifestyle mm. that is then going to cause somebody else a lot of harm and damage and, potentially, a lot of people. People just don't even think about it at all. And I think that that's the main thing with the magazines and stuff. And with not using, you know, models that represent everyone, they're not really aware of what that is doing to other people, if you see what I mean.
1: Yeah, it comes from like a lack of diversity in the companies as well, in the advertising agencies Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just like a trickle-down effect where mindless ads get put out, e.g. a certain fizzy beverage super bowl advert last year
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly
1: yeah.
0: exactly so i think that beforehand previously perhaps you know it could have potentially not uh, well i don't really think it could have been excused but you know there was obviously a time when there weren't many models available who fully represented what is uh, such a broad spectrum of beauty but now, I feel like we're in a challenging position because I would argue that there's not really any excuse for this behavior oh, no anymore, because like the availability of models that represent so many people, but for example, Fenty obviously runs a fantastic oh, campaign, yeah, which uh, has so many shades available and they use so many um, different models within yeah. their campaigns. If this company can do it, why like what excuse do the others have if you see what I mean? like i definitely don't think there's any excuse for this anymore no, and no, it's like that the companies have
1: people to scout people on like instagram you see people you see people with disabilities of different things like pregnant women like um, slickwoods in the fenty campaign yeah. you've got all different body sizes all different abilities or disabilities all different colors there's no there's no way that you could say that you don't have access to that because that would be a lie yeah <laughs> exactly
0: exactly so from that, there obviously are some companies that do try and promote diversity and do try and use more diverse models within their campaigns. But one thing that I wanted to chat to you a little bit about, Beth, was obviously the issue that then that then raises of tokenism, because you have to assess whether these companies are actually looking to challenge what has gone on and to challenge these unrealistic standards of beauty or whether they are simply ticking off a quota, if you see what I mean. Whether they're like, oh, we can't get in trouble because we used one black model to represent all people of colour. You see what I mean? It's definitely an issue that I think lots of people fall for and they're like, oh, isn't this company so fantastic for being so diverse? But they've literally... They're really not. No, no. And then I feel like it's kind of a situation where you can't really win yeah, because then they do that and people then like create like more arguments from it, if you see what I mean. It's like, oh well, like now you're being ungrateful. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, no, I'm not being ungrateful. I'm just literally not settling for it kinda no, of thing. No, of
1: course. Don't don't settle for less than like what is is the stand in the like so say you're advertising to the UK or Australia, your the people that are in your campaign should represent the people that are in the country that you're advertising to,
0: yeah, and I think that even even if you have a vast majority that look like one way, hmm. you have to really realise that there are like other people that even like that. You have to represent the minorities like, yeah. also, and like no, like I say, nobody's saying like make a blanket campaign like don't put in people who are like who fit the standard. Yeah, it's just about it's again it's the, it's the debate of. Equity and like inequality, kind of thing. Like yeah. it's, it's such a huge issue, but I think that definitely one of the ways that we can tackle it is um, by challenging the demand. Because, like I was saying to you earlier, then yeah. that this is a it's a twofold thing. That yes, we have we we are very quick to blame the supply, and the supply does have to be responsible and has to take into account what they are doing. Yeah. But also, as conscious people and as a society, we have to really think that what are we enabling?
1: Yeah, you like, what are we? a conscious consumer. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. What are we allowing to happen here? If we stop supporting these magazines that don't represent everyone and that aren't creating an equal image, then they have to change. They you have see to what change, I mean? yeah, get with the times. Yeah, yeah, whereas if we totally allow them to carry on... You have to understand why, like, why are they going to want... Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, but you, just, you see it in the success of the, the Fenty campaign. How many people do you know that have Fenty products because they just, they cater to everyone?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely possible and it definitely has that um, backing from consumers, but we have to really put pressure on the companies that aren't quite stepping up. Yeah. And that are still trying to get away with it. Because there's definitely no excuse at all. But hopefully in the future, we will see some change.
1: Oh, we will, for yeah.
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. But definitely let us know what you guys at home think, what your opinions are on this matter. If you have any kind of concepts for solutions or even any stories, I think that would be quite interesting. Yeah,
1: that'd be very valuable.
0: Yeah, any any stories or any just anything you feel like you would like to contribute to the conversation because although it is us two talking here we want to try and involve you all and hopefully and hopefully you can all kind of have your own opinions and obviously you might not agree with us it would be fantastic to hear from people maybe if you don't hear other sides of the story and opinions but yeah if you have anything to say anything that you would like to add or contribute do please send us a message uh, on instagram just search the power of she and you'll find the show but uh, yeah, we're going to carry on with some chats because it's, it's so much fun. But we need, to, we need to play some music as well. We need to keep going <laughs> with the music. You guys are listening to The Power of She here on Sin 90.7 with me, Jenna Green and Beth Evans-Brown. Hello! (laughs) I feel like you're getting sick of saying hello, but I just want everyone to know that you're here, Beth. It's very special to have you here in the studio. We've had a great show so far. We have been chatting about what it is like to be a young woman in 2019. We've been trying to analyse and break down some of the pressures that young women face and what we need to be we need to be more conscious of and the things that we as a society can do to challenge them and change them. So we spoke before about representation and about um, Instagram, social media, stuff like that. So now I think we're going to move on to a bit of a chat about airbrushing and sort of what we what we kind of alluded to a little bit earlier and about this concept of Instagram versus reality and not believing everything that you see on social media because I know that that can be very hard but I think airbrushing as a whole thing I have to say I don't really see the place for it in society and can't see that it's going to be able to survive for much longer because there are a lot of sides to the debate in terms of like obviously it makes some women feel more comfortable And I think that obviously that's fantastic, but you have to question why is it making them feel more comfortable? It's making them feel more comfortable because we make them feel uncomfortable about the way they naturally look, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well actually, if we work on the root cause and changing and challenging the things that are making them feel so uncomfortable with like wrinkles that are literally a sign that you've lived. Yeah don't get rid of the symptoms
1: get rid of the cause you know
0: exactly beth exactly because this whole concept of airbrushing and it's so secretive i i think and people argue that everyone is aware that it happens but it's in so many places that you don't even, you don't even think about think of, and yeah. you know you don't really have the time that especially when you're a young woman be you a teenager or like early 20s or whatever you know your first reaction isn't going to be oh is this picture airbrushed like you know oh i can see that this is this you know what i mean yeah. like you're going to see this picture and you're instantly going to feel like the pressure like oh i like your rational self is not going to come in and be like actually you know like it's probably airbrushed which you you know like deep down in the back of your head you might know that yeah but it's not at the forefront but it's not, of your it's not the mind point. You exactly sh- shopping exactly and that shouldn't be an excuse that shouldn't be a cover-up for it still happening you know you can't yeah. rely on the fact that everybody is conscious to it as an excuse to keep doing it oh well we don't need to tell anyone we're doing it because they'll know anyway yeah. it's like actually no we just need to stop making women feel like they need to look this way all of the time yeah because it's unrealistic and like I was saying then to the people who are looking at this they feel this kind of pressure which has been identified as perfection pressure which I think is true to always look this perfect and you know it, it creates the, the idea that people always look like this all the time and that if you don't that you're then like somewhat not as good as everyone else which is ridiculous it's not the case at all no when you're walking down the
1: road you don't see everyone doesn't look like all these Instagram celebrities do they just like normal people
0: no exactly maybe one in
1: in 15 will look like that what you perceive to be perfect but it's not the majority it's really not
0: no but that's not like that's not what's fed to us kind of thing and again it's just about it takes a lot but it is about waking up and really realising that and being like You know what? It's not the case. This isn't the reality. This isn't the truth. You are being fed a very, very small window of people at their best, and you have to think. You have to cut yourself some slack sometimes. I feel people don't. It's so Uh,
1: yeah. You're your own worst critic. Your own worst enemy. Yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that it's all tied into a much bigger picture. Like, all of this that we've been speaking about, you know, talking about before, like, not being represented and this airbrushing that then just... It's totally unrealistic to the point where not even... It's not even when people look so perfect. Because, like, obviously everyone can do their hair if they want to, yeah. like, make themselves look nice and feel wonderful. But, like, it's it's the point that it takes it a step too far that when it's totally unobtainable... like. Yeah airbrushing to an extent where physically without that airbrushing a human being cannot look like that if you see what i mean airbrushing or surgery are the only two options yeah yeah and then when you don't give that information alongside it yeah people i can't i can't even imagine what people must feel like trying to imitate these images when realistic to be healthy you cannot do that if you see what i mean you cannot replicate that because it's been done by airbrushing or through surgery yeah i Which think there's that, nothing wrong with no by the way, surgery, again yeah. there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that but if you're not i, I do think if you're that not aware of, if you're of, you're not aware of it on. you have to you have to be at least be a bit sympathetic that's the only images people are seeing it can become damaging and stuff like that because one thing i did want to say to you beth and to try and get your opinion on is i feel like never seeing people like you represented as being beautiful mm. is not something that we will all experience yeah but i would definitely advocate for the fact that i think it's something that all of us have a responsibility to challenge and change yeah of course i feel like it may not apply to you personally yeah but you're like you might feel like actually you know what i feel quite represented but actually... Not everyone is being... Not everyone is, and, it, and I, I don't think you should... Like, people should shrug it off and be like, oh, it's not my problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. You not have actually. a moral responsibility to everyone. And as yeah. a woman, you have a moral responsibility to other women, especially younger women.
0: Yeah, because I definitely feel we are so powerful and we have so much, like, we can change and we can work with. yeah. It's just the fact that I think that part of this airbrushing and part of all these... All these are mechanisms and they are all attempts to divide us, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. to to kind of distract from the bigger issue that is going on, which is patriarchy... Yeah. It's like, like pit them against each other. if we can't get other, ourselves
1: together, how are we supposed to like if we can't agree amongst ourselves how is anyone going to take us seriously from the outside
0: exactly 100 100 i feel like we're so busy caught up trying to compete against each other be, be it in terms of like talent be it in terms of uh, intelligence or in terms of beauty what these things are doing like the the airbrushing and you know the not representing everyone as being beautiful it's really distracting us from what is the bigger issue out here and the bigger picture which is really stopping us from reaching the equal position that we deserve. Yeah. If you see what I mean. So I feel like that is how these <clears throat> mechanisms manage to survive is the fact that it's it's horrible what they're doing, really. It really kind of distracting us from what else is going on elsewhere and really making us not feel so good about ourselves, which is I don't think is is helpful at all. And I think that definitely as women, we have a responsibility that even if we doesn't directly affect us we are going to be so much more powerful as a unit if we're able to identify that and really bring other people up the more allies that we can get to our fight and you know we can get in on on this whole movement the better things are going to be if you see what i mean like the more effective it's going to be i don't think anyone really has time to sort of sit back and be like oh well Well, I hope nobody has time to be like, oh, that's not my issue, because in the grand scheme of things, the more we support each other, the more we're going to grow and the more effective we're going to be. So definitely, I think all of this airbrushing and things like that really does need to stop. And we need to stop having such a focus on beauty alone. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so So much much more more. value in us
1: than just be our our looks, looks will fade.
0: Exactly, Beth, exactly. As Judge Judy once said, uh, beauty fades, (laughs) dumbest forever. (laughs) To quote Judge Judy, what a fantastic woman. (laughs) Yes, beauty will fade. And I feel like women are just worth so much more than that. There is so much more depth to us as women. And the sooner we realise that, and the sooner we bring up our young women to realise that, Honestly, like, I feel like in terms of the future and in terms of lots of the fights that we're fighting and, you know, the issues that we're trying to solve, definitely are going to have to... There's definitely going to have to be some movement within those the sooner we realise that and the sooner we are able to band together and act on it. So I think that is definitely something that is very, very important. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed, (laughs) agreed. agreed. Well, isn't that fantastic? (laughs) Isn't that great? But, yeah, we're we're trying to... not make it too heavy no, trying <laughs> try try to, try to make these conversations accessible to you guys because like I say that is the whole point in getting you engaged in the discussion you don't have to agree with us but just to try and you know a little bit of food for thought to try and see what your your views are and your opinions are on these things because it is very important everybody obviously comes from a different standpoint that's totally fine so like I say don't be shy feel free to hit us up on our Instagram which is the She let us know what you think we are all about celebrating female talent within the music industry here Oh, for sure we've had some deep chats and conversations about what it's like to grow up as a young woman in 2019 but we are here for the music as well hopefully you guys have enjoyed the playlist that we've had today uh, there's still plenty more to come but we have been trying to play you some fantastic female artists as i said at the start of the show some that you may know some that you may not know you might, might broaden your horizons. You might find a great new female artist that you didn't listen to before that you can you can learn to love or discover. So, yeah, that was Raven and Ney. Before that, we had Evelyn Champagne King, two great women who've been in Melbourne. For the next song, I think we're going to go into a, a woman who is coming to Melbourne. So you have, unless you're going to Laneway, you have missed those two. It's okay. The next female artist is in melbourne towards the end of this week and we spoke about her at the start of the show Beth, about how massive she is so i hope some of you listening will have tickets to the show already it is the incredible lauren hill who will be joining us here in melbourne for wednesday night and thursday night as i say so you can go see her on valentine's day we spoke about Her album before. It is 20 years since The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill came out. I feel like I speak about this album so much, but I can't not, especially with the topics that we've been speaking about and with the concepts of trying to really tap into the the miseducation of women in general. Yeah. I feel like this album is just so, so influential. I hope you've listened to it as well. Oh, of course. course. Yeah. I'm sure you have. (laughs) I'm sure you have. And I'm ho- I hope you you appreciate it. Oh, of course, it, like yeah, it as much everything that... as much as I do. I think that it's one of those ones where, when you actually sit back and listen to the lyrics, with music, you really realise that she's explaining and perfectly tapping into what so many of us can relate to. Yeah, and so many of us can feel. And I think that music having that potential and having that power is so important because you know like the kinds of things that we've discussed today perhaps people might have thought about them before but like it takes you having the conversation really to for it to become apparent to you maybe or hearing it vocalized for the first time yeah when you hear it vocalized like I feel like so many hopefully so many young people have listened to this album and have flourished into amazing successful young women from it and have really been able to develop because it's so so important and such a great album. So, she is a legend. We love you, Lauren Hill.
1: There is no other.
0: There is well now now Beth. We're not going to no. we're not going to make people compete against each other. We're not going to make, true, very make women compete. <laughs> but there are a few albums that I feel have this same impact and effect on people. Of course. And for this album, I feel like it doesn't really matter when you listen to it it's 20 years old and I feel like there will be young people who listen to it when it first came out that have been able to feel the power of it and transform from it there will be young people listening to it 10 years ago and I really hope there are young people listening to it now like I say I myself listened to it a few years ago and was just mind blown swept away (laughs) Completely. And I think that this legacy will continue on. Uh, yeah,
1: of course. It's like as relevant today as it ever was. Exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. So on that note, we're gonna listen to Forgive Them Father by the amazing, the incredible Miss Lauren Hill. You guys are listening to the power of she here on Sin ninety point seven. Sin ninety point seven. The amazing amazing sounds of Kait with Duffman. Beth and I were loving that one in the studio. You guys are listening to The Power of She, here on 90.7, with me, Jenna Green, and Beth Evans-Brown. Welcome back. Welcome! <laughs> See, she's getting into it now. The, the radio debut, you're going to be hearing it all the time now. She's going she's to join soon. Anyway, anyway, Beth and I absolutely love that track. We had the pleasure of seeing Kate... Uh, Swalby
1: Yeah, insane. insane so, set. so
0: good. Yeah. And, like, it's so nice. Like, if you haven't already guessed, Beth and I are from the UK. <laughs> um, on exchange here, living in Melbourne, enjoying life. It's so nice to be exposed to Australian female artists. Because, you know, like, it's really nice. We, we're aware of American female artists, yeah. UK artists, but... To really tap into the Australian scene, it's got so many amazing people like making such incredible music. Yeah, who
1: you're just not aware of in the UK. Yeah,
0: yeah, but we're gonna try our best to take take all this amazing music back home with us when we when we have to go home, and hopefully get some more people into these beautiful, beautiful voices because, like I say, there's just so much talent over here that I think really get slept on and that I wasn't really aware of before no, not so. I first came here. So like I say, that was Duffman by Kate. And I really want to talk about some new music that I've been loving because we had some great conversations earlier. This whole show is about playing amazing female artists and really providing a platform for young women. We had some great songs and some great discussions, but I want to talk about this new music that I am loving. And the next track I want to play you is Green Light by Milan Ring who's also an Australian artist because I love this song like it's so so good both of them we had uh, TK Meiser earlier in the show as well like her track was amazing we had some for the great kicking off the show uh, which is also incredible so many great female voices and I hope that throughout the rest of the shows in this season we can really promote more if you know any more great female artists Message us on our Instagram, which is the power of she, and let us know. We already had one message today, which is very exciting for us. In the <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, after Green Light, I'm going to bring you some brand new music from Joy Crooks, who is actually a UK artist. But she released, uh, I think it's an EP. I think it was last week, and we're going to play you for a minute, which is one of her tracks from that. Because she's also a great, great artist. So I hope you guys enjoy. We're going to try and celebrate some Australian talent and also celebrate some UK talent at the same time and really get you guys exposed to some great female artists. So stay where you are, stay tuned. You guys are listening to The Power of She on Sin 90.7. To The Power of She here on Sin 90.7, my name is Jenna Green and you are here with... Beth Evans-Brown as well. Hello. My lovely friend who has stepped in to help me today. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show, Beth.
1: An absolute pleasure.
0: I'm so glad you've enjoyed yourself. We've been having some great chats about what it is like to be a young woman in 2019 growing up and finding your identity and you know some of the social pressures that are forced upon us and trying to unpick those and understand those we've been playing some great female artists and you know just celebrating women in general because that's what we're about
1: absolutely yeah so
0: (laughs) you guys just heard two of my top new music picks which was a Milan Ring with Green Light and Joy Crooks with For A Minute I hope you enjoyed those two I think they're really nice. Like I said, it's nice to try and get people into a bit more female music that they perhaps, like, were not heard. Yeah, yeah. But enjoy hearing, which is good, which is good. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to round up the show, really, oh. and round up our discussion. I think for the last bit, obviously reflecting on everything that we've spoken about today, Beth, we've talked about the problems, what solutions can we... Can we kind of wrap up from this? What advice do we have for young women of the world who are trying to grow up in this society that is obsessed with social media, social pressures and unrealistic beauty standards?
1: It's so much more easier said than done, but you really just have to try and ignore all the rubbish that is coming at you that's telling you that you're not enough because you you really are and you'll always be enough when you're being yourself. Like, no one can ever ask any more of you than that, you know?
0: no I think that is so important Beth like, I definitely do support you in that that as hard as it may be the realisation will come that oh, of course. you don't need to listen to these pressures, you don't need to answer them and that you know the key to being happy and to being successful really is to just be in tune with yourself, don't feel too weighed down by these things that are trying to shape you and mould you purely for their own benefit, not for your benefit yeah don't for the benefit one, oh, of their sales yeah. and things like that like it's not it's not what needs to happen i think that definitely in terms of advice in going forwards with regards to social media that we were speaking about earlier i would encourage everyone to really understand the way that it works and realize that it's a robot and that is it is an algorithm and that you have the opportunity to change it yeah. and to adapt how it affects your life so for example, one of the things that I've started to do on Instagram, and I was telling you, Beth. Yeah. There's a button when you go and explore, and you see a post that maybe doesn't makes you feel a certain way. For one, don't feel bad about not wanting to see posts like that because you don't you don't need that in your life. Like no, no like no negativity on the person whose post that it is if they've wanted to share that post, that's totally fine. Like, you're not a bad person if you don't choose to engage with that kind of thing. But there's a button that you can press that literally says, like, see fewer posts like this, which allows you to then change and adapt the algorithm. And also, that means adapt, like, what is coming up in your Explore feed. And since I started doing that to mine, it's like, it's really listened to the things that that I've been allowing to be on my feed. And I've started to see, literally, my page has become a lot more reflective of me yeah which i think is so important yeah of course and if you're able to do that and you're able to disconnect and not feel bad about not wanting to see you know this if this post doesn't make you feel great don't you don't need to look at it you don't need to see things like that because there's no there's no need for you to inflict more negativity on yourself that's definitely my piece of advice
1: yeah unfollow people that aren't making you feel good if you just are constantly looking at their instagram thinking wow why don't i look like that you shouldn't be looking at it get get it get rid of it
0: yeah 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 it's got to go (laughs) but not in a way that you're not a bad person if you do that you're really not no put yourself
1: first sometimes is essential a
0: hundred percent could not have said it better what fantastic advice i think that you do really need to find the balance and listen to yourself as much it's so easy to listen to other people and the things that they tell us and the things that they try and inflict upon us but i think that realistically um the main person who you need to listen to and you need to really understand is yourself your gut will tell you what's right and what's wrong yeah. you know what i mean and if you listen to that then i think that it's very very easy for you to become more in tune with yourself like more in depth yeah and that's definitely definitely what we need going forwards so yeah it's been a great show Have It's great been time. wonderful. thank you for having me you're welcome thank you so much for coming in and thank you to so so much to everyone who's tuned in because this is the first episode of the power of she, it is a ten-week season. So we will be back next week, and next week is obviously the day after Valentine's Day. So it will be a relationship and love special, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, obviously going to bring some more great female artists and to try and chat about, you know, what it means, what what love really is, and what it means to be loved, and being careful in relationships and love and stuff like that again. I know Guru, but I will try my best (laughs) to kind of unpick some of the social issues that go with that, and yeah, some of the troubles that I think young women have trying like to navigate around uh, love. Unfamiliar territory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, on that note, we are signing off. We are signing out. So we're going to leave you with "Numb" by Tando and Remy. A little bit of sad by Mira May, who's also another great artist that I really like. Who's kind of a little bit up and coming. So is Tando, to be fair. And then, and then Beth, Beth and I are very excited for the big, the big goodbye, the, the big, big finale. finale. <laughs> the big finale is gonna be Anne-Marie with one thing, because for those of you who are heading to R and B Vine Days tomorrow. If you are going, I hope you see anne She will be in Melbourne tomorrow for r Vine Day. So, yeah, we're going to sign off with that. Again, can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. Please tune in next week and the following weeks. And please get in touch on our socials and let us know what you thought of the show and your opinions. Thank you so, so much. I've been Jenna Green. And this I've been has Beth been...
1: Evans-Brown. <laughs> oh,
0: beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> Enjoy, guys! the listening to the power of she on Sin ninety point seven.